Wow, 22 pages later, with your hosts, The Cap, Mike the Finance Guy, and Ralph the Tech. We have a lot of things that we're figuring out nowadays with this whole coronavirus thing. Um, and one of the things I just realized, and I feel like I'm Ralph saying this, one of the problems with us wearing face masks, how do you flirt? <laughs> I mean, I know people with your eyes. Yeah, but if you flirt with your eyes, but your face says something else, doesn't isn't it like an incomplete message? <laughs> yeah, no, I guess that's a. Oh, I wonder what the rest of the message is going to be. No, I'm, <laughs> that I have vampire like, teeth. Like my eyes might look like they're flirting. Meanwhile, I had something in my eye, and then I give up the wrong message. It's a whole fucked up world we live in. But it's a whole it's a whole new world we live in. But hopefully, everyone's learning to adapt like adapting our humor. Welcome to another edition of Meanwhile, 22 Pages Later, episode 147. I'm one of your hosts, The Cap, and with me as always is the man who would follow an insult about you to your face by saying the words, oh, bless your heart, MFG Mike the Finance Guy. Bless your heart. I insulted you in quiet. <laughs> Whatever you do, don't fall asleep. Um, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yep. Yeah. That's that, that, that pretty easy. How could you not? Yeah. I, yeah, well, I know people who. <laughs> I know a lot of people who don't like that movie. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. And of course, our other mainstay host here is the man who has mastered the ancient philosophy of not giving a fuck. RT Square off the tech. So this morning, as I laid in my bed, staring at my seating, not giving a lot of fucks, a thought occurred <laughs> to me: Tomorrow's April Fool's Day. But no one's in the mood for jokes. Sad. <laughs> that's true. You, you, that, that's very, very good. That's very, very good. Absolutely. That is true. Well, hopefully, I know wherever you guys are, if you, you know, you're sitting down, hopefully you're sitting down, you're not walking outside and you're, you know, quarantining. Hopefully we're going to bring a smile to your face and we'll be able to, you know, um, make you laugh a little bit, make you think, like think about going to the movies. Speaking of movies, that's why we're here today. We're here to discuss the new DC Cinematic Universe movie. Birds of Prey. Oh, no yeah. one's going to... Oh. I'm not going to say the whole freaking... What, 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 what's the whole title, Ralph? The Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn. Yeah, it's actually and the Fantabulous. And the oh, Fantabulous. There you excuse go, Fantabulous. Me. Oh, no, it's actually and the. Right. That's what I said. Oh, it's God. and the. Yeah, let's get that right <laughs> there. Man. And the Fabulous Emancipation of One Harley Fantabulous. Quinn. No. Fantabulous. Are you sure? Yes. Okay. We're sure. And, and the fantabulous <laughs> emancipation of one Harley Quinn. Exactly. So that's what we're going to do today. Uh, it's like the blind leading the blind <laughs> to a cliff. The blind. In the dark. <laughs> okay, so Is that's what we're going to do. Is there in there? Just throw a Oh, hush. Oh, hush. <laughs> but, well, he can't but, hear you. <laughs> oh, God. But first, if washing your hands... If you're washing your hands and you wanted a surefire way to figure out 20 seconds exactly, don't go by the quick news. Mike talks so much, you'd probably prune by the time it should end it. But listening will be cleansing and informative. So give Mike your attention. Here's the quick news. And now, the quick news with Mike the Finance Guy and Ralph and Kat. Well, out of respect of all that's going on out there, until this is over, I unless some it's something major, I am not doing any deaths. You know, I, 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 I just I, I can't right now. I'm not, it's not even being funny. I can't. So anyhow, 
As you might imagine, with the coronavirus outbreak still sweeping across America, Diamond Comics Distributors has canceled all deliveries from print to retail shops across the land. In mm-hmm. turn, Image Comics, Dark Horse, Dynamite, Marvel, and DC, among others, have also discontinued offering digital versions of new releases until further notice. Now, before you hose at home complain about it being a ridiculous decision, realize this is to help preserve the retail shops that survive this pandemic uh, closures. Uh, if customers switch to reading new issues at home, the stores will ultimately all shut down. No, that's that's a, actually a very good point. Yeah, I I was actually gonna get all huffy and I go, wait a minute, and I, when you said the rest, I said that makes sense because the 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 print um the the print part of the business is already failing so far, not failing, yeah, not doing well. Right, but I mean, so imagine like you know, because I'm sure a ton of people probably have already swapped over to digital that never did digital before. And so if you started releasing all your new releases, it's like, well, I don't need to go to the shop anytime soon, <laughs> right? Well, even I afterwards. Think, I don't think that dinosaurs like the cap would be able to even access the digital ones. Nah, it'd be like, what's, whoa, 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 what's this dinosaur? Dude, really? It'd be like a scene from Zoolander when they're they're trying to access the files on the computer and they're just banging on it. Give me why the, the movies that you reference. <laughs> Give me the. Why files? are the movies? Hold on. Why are the movies that you reference either like culturally way off? Or just sucky as hell. Who watches Zoolander? Who I was, likes Zoolander? I was well, in his in his homeland, that just came out in the theaters. Yeah. Oh shit, in DR. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, it's crazy. Corona and Zoolander both came out at the same time. First, uh, the first week it made over like six million pesos. Oh, it <laughs> made six dollars. <laughs> oh man. Alrighty. Well, I mean, well, I'm glad to hear that. But by the way, before you continue, Mike, yeah. you said free new releases, right? Or or, no, no, no. I said they're they're canceling their new, all those places are definitely canceling their new re, uh, digital release. Well, any of the new releases, uh, oh, any new releases, not not only free, just period. No, just digitally, they're canceling their new releases for, for again. Many of them are saying for now because obviously they don't know how long this is going to go on. And right, you know, you can only do but so much to help the the retail places. They've got to also make their money. Right. No, you're right. Yeah. Well, well. Oh, by the way, shout out to Forbidden Planet. Miss you guys. I, I saw that on the um, on um, Instagram. That they had closed down. Uh, what day was that? Um, that was last week. Oh, uh, man. I'm and it was, and Jeff Hopefully wrote they open it. Up. Yeah. And what was that? Jeff wrote it. Oh, wow. Jeff wrote, yeah. So that broke my heart because um, for those who don't know, Forbidden Plans is a real popular comic book shop here in New York City. And um, Mike and I go there all the fucking time. Every yeah. Wednesday or Thursday night, pretty religiously. And we know the people there. So to hear that place closed, yeah. not only because it's a historic place, but Mike and I have good relationships with people over there. So it's kind of hard yeah. sad to hear about that. Yeah, I hope they would have bounced back. Fingers crossed. I man. hope so as well. Yeah, fingers crossed. I got a question. When you yeah. guys walk into Forbidden Planet, is it like, Mike and Cap? Like in Cheers? Pretty much. No, <laughs> pretty much. Sometimes. No, no, no. <laughs> Sometimes. Uh, unless it's late, late at night, then you're like, oh, Mike and Cap, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up, get your shit. <laughs> or, 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 <laughs> because, because we usually get there... Um, well, depending, we used to get there like at the very end of it closing. So, like when we would get there, they'd be like, "Oh, thank God, it's almost closing." Like, like, they would know. They, 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 we're like the marker. Yeah, we were the marker of like, "Oh shit, it's then, closing." Then if we showed up early, it would just blow their minds. They're like, "Wait a minute, I got excited that we were closing, and it's only eight thirty. And God <laughs> forbid one of us show up without the other. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's just wrong it, altogether. It just blows. Where's their Mike? Mind. We're not married. Yeah. We're not married. <laughs> <laughs> Though it looks like that, but I'm the shorter one, so I guess that makes me the bitch. So fuck it. Where's the comic wife? <laughs> That's what you are now, Mike. You're my yeah, comic wife. The comic book wife. <laughs> you know, I'm gonna start introducing it to you um, to people like that. Mike's my best friend, aka my comic wife. This is Mike, my comic wife. We've been married for 
over 20 years now. Okay, okay. <laughs> and this is why this is why we make um, quick news go so long. What else? Exactly. Oh, we're All still right. doing quick news? Holy shit. Yeah. See, I, I'm defending my comic wife. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want some new superhero movies? Well, you're going to have to wait a while. Marvel Studios <sighs> has indefinitely postponed May's Black Widow premiere. The, uh, the redheaded stepchild known as the New Mutants has also disappeared without a forwarding address. Oh, fucking again. Yeah. <laughs> Warner Brothers' Wonder Woman 1984 has moved from June to August, so not so bad. Sony's Morbius was told to suck it as it flew from July 31st of 2020, opening to March 19th of 2021. Uh, wow. If you, if you thought you were going to call Ghostbusters Afterlife on July 10th, you'll need to make a reminder for March 5th of 2021. What? Yeah, Shit. and some super duper double extra secret untitled Sony Marvel film scheduled for October eighth, twenty twenty one, will need a clairvoyant to even find its super duper double extra secret release date. Now, like, like for some odd reason, that's even been removed and not rescheduled, and that's in that's next year. It's, it's gonna happen wow. on November twelfth, twenty twenty one. It's a wow. Spider-Man, I wonder why Iron Man collaboration movie. Hmm. I wonder. I wonder, I wonder why, why that date. That's a weird you. date. It's a very yeah, special day in American history. One, 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 two. I have no idea where that number makes any fucking <laughs> It's the day right after Veterans Day, so people are really hyped to go to the movies after that. You know, ah. funny, I never, put, I never put that together. As long as I've known you, I never put that together. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, a long rant about movies. But hold on, so we're gonna go a long time without movies. Holy shit! Well, about those movies. I mean, not every movies. I mean, well, I mean, obviously well, every movie every has movie. been canceled right now, but not every movie has so far removed its date like for instance if it's already scheduled in june some of those might come out especially um it's just the the bigger ones uh they're just trying to figure out how i guess how to pace it how to optimize their money i mean i mean mcu they've got to worry about the whole way everything falls into their whole universe you know mm-hmm. yeah so that's going to be a thing anyhow Alrighty. Ooh, last but not least Last but not least, thanks to Bodie's eagle eye and spotting a season two key, Netflix's live action series of Lock and Key will return for a second season. The IDW publishing comic book adaptation from creators Joe Hill and Gabriel Rodriguez received overall thumbs up from audiences. And if you're wondering what we here, Meanwhile 22 thought of the show, tune into episode 145. No premiere date has been projected for season two. Okay, that's all I can say. I just want them to be better. Yeah, I mean, that's what we're all hoping. If you're wondering why I'm kind of have a mild response, go to episode 145, like Mike said. Exactly. <laughs> oh my god, episode okay, 145. So, that doesn't, doesn't. It's not like episode 69. Yeah. Don't don't take that away from Tom. <laughs> <laughs> is that all the quick news? That is all the quick news. Okay, Ralph. Any quick news? Uh, well, I guess the only real quick news you could say would be, um, if you're feeling the blues and you don't have anything to watch, a lot of movies are being released, uh, for in-home movie rental so yeah. like it uh onward and the harley quinn movie and also bloodshot is mm-hmm. already on amazon you could find it for right. movie rental for 20 dollars. i say amazon i think also invisible man is already out there yeah. as well right yeah, yeah. So, okay all right and, and yeah but something. that price is a steep price though that 20 yeah, bucks 20. hurts it <laughs> hurts I'm telling you, man, you, you do six feet away party in your house, invite people over. You get no one that, that, that is breaking every possible rule you could be doing about inviting people heads. over. No, as long as you stay six feet away, you're fine. You give them all gloves and masks and you decontaminate them as they come into your house, you're fine. <laughs> well, that, you know, they say that, that urine has disinfecting properties, so you're just going to piss all over your company? 
Yeah, just call R. Kelly. He'll do it. I was about to say, it's the R. Kelly rule. Oh, uh, <laughs> God. Yeah, yeah, well done, Ralph. Well well, uh, what should we call it? Doesn't everybody just have like a level one uh, hazmat decontamination uh, thing in their house as soon as you come in? Not, not in my house now. No? Not in the new cap cave, no. That's not like standard for everybody? No. no. <laughs> That's what my real estate well, agent said. Oh, okay, okay. All right. So let me give some quick news to move off of this urinating subject. Um, if anybody who is following Steven Universe knows, Steven Universe just ended its run last week. Wow. Last well, you must be disappointed. Wait, the cartoon? Oh, my God. Yes. I thought it was over like last year. Um, They had the movie. So basically what they had was they had Steven Universe, the movie last year. Right. And then they had a series called Steven Universe Future. Kind of like a, wait, it's the prologue that's at the end, right? Not epilogue. Ep, uh, epilogue is at the end. Pro means okay. uh, first Before. in that case. Yeah, okay. So it, this is basically Steven Universe Future is the epilogue of Steven Universe. So the movie, you know, like tied a lot of uh, some of the loose ends and then... um. At the end of uh, so, future is basically him as older. Oh, so he like finally got a gym membership, he's got a six pack ab. <laughs> did and he a grow taller? <laughs> he grew taller, and what's funny, the did, artist did says he, did he it, it felt kind of weird. What, what? Did he straighten that uh, the curly hair? It, the curl's a little bit different, but what makes it funny, he has a neck, and the artist made a, made a comment about that saying, I get to draw Stephen with a neck, it's kind of crazy. <laughs> That's so weird. So he's like 16 years old, and it's, it's, I'll tell you this much if, if you have not watched Steven Universe, check it out. It's actually, I mean, it's not as much of a kid cartoon as you would think. Yeah. And I love the, and the, the, in, the issues they deal with are very, you know, I won't say mature, like mature audiences like gun violence or, or like, like kid smuggling, but they're definitely about relationships, about sexuality, about, you know, being proud of who you are. Just a lot right. of great stuff. Okay. How did I oh not know this God. was going on? Why didn't I because have a friend the, that would tell me that this was going on? If I only know, I had a friend universe. that would tell me these things. Wow. Well, you know what they say. Cap rhymes with crap. <laughs> <laughs> and, so and by the way, when I say you know what they say, I mean start saying that. <laughs> if I start getting emails with that, Mike, I'm kicking your ass. I can't kick your ass because we're so far away. But anyway. So the crap then. How's it going? Shit it. But yeah, when, if you guys get a chance, check out Steven Universe. Okay. The end of its run. Shout out to Rebecca Sugar and all those guys who worked on that on that show. A lot of forward thinking, a lot of good world building, a lot of good side characters. There's so many good things about that show. And Cartoon Network is showing it from beginning to end, I think, on the app. You can watch every single episode that's come out. Very nice. Well, Very yeah. nice. I know what I'm doing tomorrow. 20 episodes been of do- Steven Universe Future. Hulu only has up to season three or four. Okay. Yeah, so it's good. But anyway. Nice. All right. So but that, then enough of the quick news. Let's go right into it. Let's talk about... Birds of play. I was watching. I was watching Trump earlier. My bad. Look, I told you, denture grip will hold those teeth up much, much, much stronger. If I had dentures, that would be my excuse. All right. So let me let me over enunciate. So now let's talk about birds of prey, hosted by Julie Andrews. And with a synopsis is the ever talkative 
MFG, Mike the Finance Guy. Go ahead, sir. <laughs> Alrighty. Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, which will now be referred to only as Birds of Prey, is the eighth film in the DC Extended Universe and a follow-up to Suicide Squad, which, you know, that was wonderful. Uh, the movie takes its name <laughs> from the DC comic series of the same name that began in 1996, created by Jordan B. Gorfinkel and Chuck Dixon. The book originally featured Oracle and Black Canary before adding Huntress in 2003. Uh, the Birds of Prey film was directed by Kathy Yan and written by Christina Hodson. The film had a budget of $85 million and pulled in $84 million domestic and $118 million overseas for a worldwide total of $202 million. Birds of Prey has a Rotten Tomatoes rating of 78%, audiences 78% as well, and a, Metacrit wow. yeah, and a Metacritic score of 60 out of 100 with an audience of 56 out of 100. Right. Whoa! Yeah, it's a okay. very big difference there. Alrighty. Yes. Synopsis here. Looking forward to seeing the Black Canary on the big screen? You won't. How about the <laughs> Huntress in a big screen debut? You'll be disappointed. Ready for badass Cassandra Kane in the theaters? Keep waiting. Well, you can't screw up Renee Montoya, right? You would be wrong, old nerdish one. Harley Quinn? Well, I'm sure she's the only character the writers thought was in the film. Avoiding character building and likability, the film follows the paths of five women on the verge of being indistinguishable from each other as their fates bring them together to take down Roman Sionists, a.k.a. Black Mask. They are all victims in a man's world, but as poorly designed girl power movies constantly stress, the only way to be a real independent woman is to act like a man. All right, starring Margaret Robbie as Harley Quinn, Mary Elizabeth Winstead as the Huntress, Journey Smollett-Bell as Black Canary, Rosie Perez as Renee Montoya, Ella J. Bosco as Cassandra Kane, Ewan McGregor as Black Mask, and Chris Messina as Victor Zaz. All right, so let's talk about it. Birds of Prey and the rest of the title we won't talk about. But before we talk about Birds of Prey, let's press that spoiler button that we paid so much money for. Warning, the following segment contains information that may ruin your enjoyment of the media in review. So if you believe this might upset you, piss off, you wanker. I've, I've, I haven't seen him in about two, three weeks and I miss him already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that spoiler warning was brought to you by Steve Francis of Stush Productions. Stush! The fantabulous emancipation of Stush. <laughs> okay you know, all right i have a recording so of him oh. just saying aluminum i play it so i could go to sleep no that would be aluminium exactly aluminium shout out to Gemma. shout out to Gemma. shout out to Gemma. one girl i worked with who's taught me that and i was like that's a word wow yeah anyway. it's, it, it's aluminum with more eyes than there should be <laughs> aluminium yeah yeah so let's talk about it birds of prey and the rest of the title we won't talk about um, Mike says it in the synopsis. Ralph, I'm going to start with you. Do you agree that there was too much Harley in this DC movie soup? No, I, I don't think there was enough Harley. Of course oh there was too God. much Harley. <laughs> the movie was called I was, I, You, you can't do of that because I actually believed you. <laughs> the movie was called Birds of Prey. You think they would give at least like equal play to each character. You think they would have read no. the book? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Any of the books. Where, where was Oracle? There's Oracle. Like I said, I'm not, I'm not even mad because, I mean, the group over time has changed and she's not part. I'm fine with that. It's just that you, they just disrespected every single character they put in that movie. Every one of them. Not mm -hmm. one person survived except for Harley Quinn because that's all they cared about. Now, here's my thing. As my, and, I, and shout out to Jim Palmiotti. I love Jim. I love Jim. I love Amanda Connors. If you know, if you don't know who they are, Jim Palmiotti is is a famous editor, 
and inker for DC Comics. Um, and his wife, Amanda Connor, is the great artist for Harley Quinn. Yeah. So I love them as a team. Oh, yeah. But he was talking about this like this is the second coming. He goes, it's a lot of fun. And okay, it is fun. But kind of what, what bothered me is exactly what Mike said. You know, you can't call it Birds of Prey and then have it all about Harley Quinn. Yeah. I mean, they really should have just called it Harley Quinn and then just threw in the Birds of Prey as an intro. You know, I mean, they shouldn't have thrown that version of them in, but that, you know, thrown them in for like, and hey, if you guys like them, we can make their own movie, you know, or something like that. Right. You know? But it, it it was one of those things that I remember going in. I, matter of fact, I could, I could flash back to Comic-Con of last year and we're walking back. And I think it was me, Mike, Ralph, um, um, Gigi, and maybe Joey. And we're walking up the street and I, I think I had to get my weapon. Yes, I had a weapon from cosplaying. <laughs> and we had to pick it up and we walked back. And there's a big sign of the Harlequin sign. And somebody said, oh, that's going to be all about Harlequin. They're going to ruin that. Yeah. <laughs> that, that Birds of Prey movie was going to be all about Harley Quinn. They called it. Yeah, Margot Robbie knew what she was talking movie. about. No I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, Margot Robbie's the reason why I heard it was it got made right. because she was the well, one. She's the producer. Kind of push for it. She's the producer. She's the very first producer name that pops up uh, on the end credits. Why do you think um, her costumes weren't as revealing as? I was just about to say, and I, and I guarantee, I was about to say, I guarantee you, she's responsible for the fact that she wasn't she was. showing that much uh, ass. And I mean, and that's fine, and I respect that for you know her taking control of that. Like, like yeah. to me, that shows more about girl power than this movie did, <laughs> you know, because it's trying to disguise it as girl power and it's really well, not. Like I said, I mean, they they weren't girl power. They, everything they did was just to become men, really. I mean, they talk like men. And I'm not trying to be like, you know, antebellum South here, like, oh, good is me. I'm not supposed to curse. But like it, it wasn't. It didn't feel like these are what women would actually be talking about. And these are what women would think to do in these situations. It was. It was very much, even though it was written by a woman, it felt like it was written by a man. You know, okay. it, it felt to me like it was written by a man trying to figure out female power. You know, let me add. Let me add this. Do you think that maybe there would have been some balance if maybe not all the characters spoke the same way? It would have helped. I mean, because let's put it this way: um, if, when you think about um, think about it, Harlequin speaking the way she spoke, that was fine. Right. Um, Renee Montoya, yeah, I get it. That because that's Renee. She's tough. She's an edgy cop. You know, if, if you even mention what they did to the Huntress, I will reach to the screen and kill you. <laughs> no, no, I, no. I love that say, character. <laughs> uh, normally, I was about to say Huntress might have been somebody you could have not had her speak the way. I, well, she's just the character. So we'll get to that yeah. in a second. Because yeah. yeah, they, they totally dissected that character and rebuilt her in a way that maybe shouldn't have been rebuilt. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I agree with Mike. Let me go back for a second because we're about to bash it. Let me start with just the overall. I don't want to say what we liked about the movie. I was going to ask you, how did you guys feel about the narration? Because that's the one of the first things that kind of stood out to me about this movie. How they chose to narrate the movie. How did you guys feel about the narration? Oh, I was fine. I, I didn't mind the narration at all. Um, I didn't mind the bounce back. But there is a flaw that jumps right out of their timeline. But we'll get to that in a moment there. What did you think, Rob? I didn't mind the narration. Um, I thought it was a good a good device that they use, but it was a little like jumpy at, at, at times, like the, the going back and forth. Like, mm -hmm. Well, it felt like it takes us, it takes a certain type of movie to be able to pull that off. And I don't think they pulled it off really well. I, I think it's because it wasn't a lot of interesting things that happened in the back. Like when it was linear, it moved along, but when they went backwards, I'm like, 
I mean, yes, I thank you for the backstory, I guess, but it wasn't that interesting, so you should have written it a little bit better, I thought. You know. It, 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 for me, it seemed very disjointed. Um, I like the back and forth when done yes. well. And it wasn't done poorly, but it took a while to kind of, you know, it, you have to kind of remember things and um, the way it moved, it wasn't very, it wasn't fluid. It wasn't smooth. Right. Um, there's a way of writing a story where a certain theme comes up and then you bring up something from the past and you jump right. back to the future. You know, it, it wasn't like that. It, it was very, it felt like it jumped back and forth haphazardly. Yeah, it felt like almost that the way they jumped back was supposed to be the humor and that's fine, but it just didn't pull it off. You know, and like in other words, instead of, like you said, doing the smooth segue, which we're used to, to go backwards, it was almost like it felt like the joke was, hey, we didn't do the smooth segue, get it? You know, because I'm crazy, you know, and it's like, yeah, but it still didn't work as well. It just, like you said, it just kind of felt disjointed, you know. It felt like they were trying to do female Deadpool. Right. Well, I was, I was about to add that earlier. I was about to say it, it felt a lot like a female Deadpool and... It, it, that also like you know when you try and you know remake lightning in a different property with something similar it just rarely ever works you know yeah it, it's it, it's it's the first thing that really kind of caught my caught my eye about it i mean i i guess i also and i wanted to ask you guys about that how did you feel about margot Robbie's um portrayal of harley quinn this time around so she's done it you know she she, she did it for um suicide squad now she does it here how do you know? Was it different? I, 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 I'm sorry. Go ahead, bro. I honestly feel like she has perfectly embodied Harley Quinn, and like, like the first one, it was like she was taking it for a test drive, and she was seeing how it fit. And this one was like, I really feel like she, she took the role and made it her own. And this is actually, I, I thought she was a very enjoyable Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Um, I agree with Ralph about that. I was just about to say the same thing. I think in uh, Suicide Squad, it was definitely like, you know, trying to feel out like how how Harley Quinn am I supposed to be? How crazy am I supposed to be? And in this one, which was not her own movie, <laughs> in this one, it was just like, oh, I can, I can really get into it a lot more. And in that, she embraced the character a lot more. Um, I'm not a huge Harley Quinn fan, uh, but nonetheless, I thought she did a good job. Like, uh, like she's one of these that... that Maybe in another movie, you know, see how it goes. I would probably say like Captain America, like Robert, you know, Down Jr. for Iron Man. Like she will probably become Harley Quinn, you know, for for the audience in general, as opposed to someone that's just playing Harley Quinn. And that's fine. I like I said, I just it doesn't help that I'm not a big fan of Harley Quinn. I just didn't. I I just I felt the movie was kind of flat at times. Like, I mean, I saw the jokes. I felt the jokes. I, I got some smiles. I'm trying to think. I think there was one time I did give a, ah, but other than that, it was just kind of like, yeah, I mean, they were, I got the humor, but it wasn't enough to make me do more than occasionally smile. So like, you know, okay. and that's not her fault. I mean, even no matter who delivered that, those lines, it just, I, I just didn't find it that funny, you know? Um, and I didn't, not to bring realism into a superhero or, or super villainy or whatever you want to call it kind of movie. It's just, it's still the same problem I have in Suicide Squad. I'm like, she herself does not come across as a dangerous woman, the actress. Like, there's just nothing about her that's a dangerous woman, you know? Um, and it's in that, I have a problem with the character in general, even in comics, but especially live action, she's just this 102-pound girl that I am not, I, I can't, what is it? I can't dispel that disbelief 
because she's obviously yeah. this 102 pound girl like like at one point after she like got through kicking everyone's ass what whatever scene it was she was standing there and uh, you know in her cut off shorts and i'm just like she literally has no definition to her legs and that's not in a body shaming way i just meant as in like it doesn't even There's look no like yeah right, like that you're, you're not convincing me in any way shape or form that you're kicking ass and if you think about it we're not talking about lifting cars and everything but she's kicking ass almost as much as gal gadot as wonder woman let's compare because <laughs> if gal gadot looked like that and was being wonder woman absolutely everybody would be outraged <laughs> you'd be like i mean i know it wouldn't look like the character of course but you'd be like well this is just unbelievable <laughs> you know yeah well i mean that there's a lot to be said about that choice um, or at least the action sequence that they gave for her. Even though I did like the action, it didn't move. That moved well. Yeah, it felt. People were saying it felt like John Wick, and I can see what, why they said that. Like the, the way the action kind of moved. Mm-hmm. I mean, boomerang back. Come on. What was it? Oh yeah, boomerang back. She. Oh. She hit. Yeah. She did. What was? It, it was almost like uh like uh what's this guy's name? Almost sort of like Deadshot or like uh, or like Bullseye from uh from Marvel. Mm-hmm. Where like you just you see the angles and you throw it and then it ricochets off of this thing and then you get it back. Yeah. I'm like, come on. Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> unrelated to that particular thing, I got really did anyone else get annoyed that she had to keep reminding us that she was a psychiatrist? Yes. It just felt like they were like because yeah. they like in order to make her seem like it was again, it was like almost as if to make her seem like she's more than some crazy chick. Well, well, they, they had to keep reminding it. us of that, and I'm like, okay. <laughs> they were using it as a comedic device because if you notice, whenever she was with groups or or, or people, she was psychoanalyzing. Them. Right. Right. So they were using it as a, as a comedic device. So that's yeah. why they kept reminding people. It's like, oh yeah, she she's a she's a a, a, a psychiatrist. Right. You know, and she's like, yeah, I'm. Like, I'm she has like, a PhD. I'm not stupid. I got a PhD, and it's like, yeah, you're still, <laughs> but you're still making bad life choices. <laughs> um. I, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, no, go I was about to ask you now, like, this is another thing, and this is going on in this movie. It is going, it, I won't say they hinted at it, it's just, watching this movie, watching any of the Harley Quinn animated, watching what DC itself is doing with the character of Harley Quinn in general, not that I read a lot of it, but, you know, try to keep my uh, fingers on the pulse, and then just, it would be a touch in its own way reflected even in Suicide Squad, but take that out, that's fine. What do we think about this whole she's better, badder, crazier, more resourceful, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, than the Joker? That seems to be where we are with Harley Quinn now. And I don't get that. No. Like, I mean, no, but no. what do we feel about it? Because this is definitely, I mean, I mean, she not only says it in the movie, and that's fine. That's a character talking about herself. But, like, that is how they're making her. That, like, it's like, like everyone is starting to fear her more than the Joker. And I'm like, I'm not getting this, you know? But I, th- I think that, well, I, mean, I didn't get that. I got that they were trying to make her more badass, but I feel like Harlequin as a character overall they're trying to do that with because if you watch the, the Harlequin um, series right, on that's DC. That's what I said, yeah. Yeah, just o- overall. I mean, I, I thought you were just talking about no, the No, 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 I'm saying overall, between the movie, between the animated, between the oh, comics. Oh, between the movie, okay. I'm saying that, the, that DC <clears throat> itself is now making her this, like, she's badder, wickeder, crazier than the Joker, and it's like... Why? Well, I don't think I don't think I don't think they're really saying that, but I think they are trying to make a, a, a more of an effort to try to make her more formidable, right. or you know, or like say, okay, well, she's not the Joker's equal, but you got to watch out for her also. And I'm 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 with that, but I feel like it's being force fed. Yeah. The way the way that they're writing the stories or putting her in situations, it it doesn't work to make her more deadly or dangerous. It it, it doesn't work right. that way. You know, it, it feel like it's definitely force fed. Like I said, I don't think that they're they're trying to say she's more. I think in some times they do. 
They well, do try well, to both do that. The, this movie and the animated have basically stated that she's the brains behind a lot of the stuff that he does. And I'm like, yeah, really? <laughs> you, know? you know what? I feel like they're trying to build up and you're going to at some point. God, forgive me for putting these words out into the ether. <laughs> There's going to be a Harlequin versus Joker, either comic or movie or oh, something. God, but that's what they've already done it. They've already done something like that in the comic, okay. but not, obviously not in the movie. Right. They've already done it where she broke up with the Joker and she kicks his fucking ass. Yeah, yeah. because so, that so would they're happen. Gonna, they're going to do something more. <laughs> and, so and, that's and that's the thing, too. It's like, so she kicked his ass, but Batman has trouble with the Joker. Huh. Okay. <laughs> I see well, how that Joker works. Doesn't, it's because the Joker doesn't hit women. <laughs> see, yeah, sure. Because <laughs> that's because that's where his, his insanity ends yeah. at women. He's like, well, well no, he, 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 make... his, he doesn't hit black women because he's not that <laughs> oh. he's not that crazy. <laughs> I may oh be a megalomaniacal sociopath, narcissistic uh, killer, but I would never, ever, ever hit a lady. Who is black? Because her weave, you know, I don't want to mess that shit up. <laughs> Damn. Let me ask you this, because now that we're chuckling, um, and it reminds me of Smiles, which reminds me of what the movie tried to do, what were some things we liked? <laughs> um, I did like, like, uh, her her comedic timing is, is pretty good most of the time. Mm-hmm. So I liked okay. some of the, the quick little jokes that she did, especially with uh, uh, when she's tied up in blackface's... Uh, uh, Black mask? Black mask, black sorry. Face. Black face. Black really? Face. really? Black face. I'm offended already. Wow. <laughs> mammy, 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 mammy. Damn. Um, I got some watermelon for you. No. Um, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. We're all black and tan here. Let's, let's stop that joke right here. Keep going, Ralph. Not with a joke, but what you were saying. So when she was tied up in black uh, mask. masks' apartment, and she's just like... Um, just cracking jokes the whole time and then like when it comes to the part it's like diamond oh diamond diamond I know I know I'll get you diamond and then just psychoanalyzing um, Black Mask while she's in there it's like it's just hilarious you know right. I and like, then uh, right. the which was it just the intro scene where she's getting the the hyena mm-hmm. I just thought that was hilarious because she's like the guy's like oh you can pay in any other kind of way and then just the next scene is the, the hyena eating the guy's leg yeah like oh come on yeah. Like I said, I, I said a lot of the humor it fell on me, but I mean, I did like, I did like the pacing for the most part of the movie. It, it did move forward. I mean, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like um, what was it Crank? Was that is that that was that the Jason? Um, yes, yeah, yeah. Yes. I mean, it didn't move crazy forward like that, but um, but it moved forward enough. I mean, it kept me interested. I wasn't like you know bored or anything like that. So I did enjoy the pacing for the most part. Um, actually, I am trying to. Th- think i mean ewan mcgregor was good i was just about he to say was good black mask you know, was good um just just kind of like how uh um shoot who's the guy uh jim carrey was really good at his villain in uh sonic the hedgehog uh if you yeah. listen to 146 if you want to review of that one um <laughs> just like he was good as that villain I, I thought ewan mcgregor did a really good job at black mask obviously he will not be back in any future movies yeah, he really, he was so good he blew up, man. <laughs> he, he blew up on Twitter and and, oh, and off God. the bridge. <laughs> um, I, I mean, I definitely liked um, um, McGregor. I, I did. It was a different way of playing Black Mask, yeah. but I'm glad they they chose a different way to go about it in, in because the, they usually play him like Gambino boss yeah. and you know, kind of like yeah. Italian the, stereotype, and they didn't have to do that. In the good. in the comics, he's he's not as like 
crazy like that, right? Where well, like, he's not Joker level crazy, but you do not want to cry. He's he's murderously insane. Let's put it that way. He's okay. not comically insane. He is murderously. He he murdered his family because they took him out of the will. He uh, burned them alive, and uh, then in their coffin, that his mask is made from uh, one or both of their coffins. They, oh, he shit. had them buried in yeah. <laughs> he had them buried in ebony coffins, and then he carved his mask out of it. Um, and then other stuff. I mean, he's he's not he's not a fun character. Like if you were to do this in a drama, you he would be a very disturbing character. <laughs> I kind of wanted to see him like the beginning scene where he had the people upside down, yeah. and he has them cutting their face off, and I'm like. Wow, yeah. this is what, not. This, yeah, yeah that, that, that was pretty cool. That was villainous, but like that Zaz that they used, like the way the guy did Zaz, I'm like, my God, I think the guy in Gotham did Zaz better than you. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just was not impressed by him at all. You know? Wow. Isn't Zaz like a little bit more controlled, less like. Yeah, he's not freak out. I mean, he's obviously crazy. <laughs> yeah. You know? But, no, but he's, he's more of that like calm crazy. Yeah, I think so. that's that's the way I've always read him, anyhow. Yeah, you know? right. Uh, did, but did anybody? But, um, oh, go ahead. Did anybody see like any comparisons with uh, Harley Quinn and Domino, where she she had way too many like lucky, you know, um, well, things happen? Everything for her was luck, which I also kind right. of felt took away from her being in charge. You know, like it was kind of like just lucked out, but also like, but the movie was also just very uneven. Like for instance, every I mean, obviously every scene she takes down multiple, multiple people. I mean, she walks into a police station of cops that evidently have never yeah. been trained in what their job was supposed to be. Uh, but like she takes yeah. out everybody. But yet the scene right before that, what was it? She's in an alleyway with a tall, big guy with a crowbar, and she's paralyzed with yep. trying to figure out how to get out of it. And I'm like. I am not understanding this shift in character at all. Like, like it made no sense to the movie. Nope. Yeah. Um, now let's start dissecting how they, how the movie treated or mistreated, depending on who you're talking about, the rest of the birds of prey. And I'll go by one at a time to see what your guys' analysis is. How do they do them right or how do they do them wrong? Let's start with Cassandra Cain. Fuck you. How do, you do her right or wrong? <laughs> That's how they did that character. <laughs> like is, wow. Is, one, isn't she supposed to be um, like the daughter of two assassins, right? I don't know about the... I mean, of, I of Lady Shiva and... Uh, I don't know if she's supposed to be the... I mean, that may have come later. I know originally she was trained by Richard Dragon. Okay. Right. But I don't know who her parents are supposed to be, but she's a little bit older. That's fine. I'm not nitpicking that thing. But she she's basically the Batman version of Taskmaster. She anything that yeah. she sees, she can, but she also can improve upon it. So because even um, like a, especially if you read the the prose of um, what is the one where Batman gets his back broken? What's the what's the name of that? Oh, um, um, oh, shattered. The bat. one where Azrael um, was talking about, right? Right. But yeah, the, the, um, the one with the story. Plot, the, the story itself, I can't remember. It's it's about when how there's the earthquake and they end up shutting off Gotham and da da da. I can't think of the name of it. Um, not Outworld, not Outland. Oh, I, I know like you're talking anyhow, about. Yeah. If you read the prose version of that, it's really kind of cool. I mean, the, the comic is excellent, of course. But um, Batman is even impressed at how he's able to show her something. Well, I'm sorry, Batgirl starts off well, Oracle. She starts off showing her some things, and she's like, "Batman, come here and look at this." And so he sees what she's doing, like that she's mimicking what Barbara showed her. And then Batman like goes in to do something and he, you know, let's say he, I don't remember the scene exactly. So let's just say she had something in her hand and she's using it. He takes it out 
and then he goes do it again and she does it again and he does he goes into make a move but differently and she stops him because he's like wow she oh, wow. learns rapidly to how to you know progress and i'm like they Mike. took everything out of this character and made her a pickpocket with barely any common sense and i'm like why did you even introduce this character <laughs> you know were you, and were you talking as about that person uh Nightfall. i think that might be it but i don't know anyhow i can't remember i know that nightfall <laughs> is where his back is broken but i just can't remember if that's the name of the prose book or not anyway yeah. so yeah i was very unhappy so, um, with that. i don't know if you're familiar with cassandra kane though that much there ralph um, I was just reading up on her. Um, well, she she originally was mute. Um, I think they've changed, you know, so many universes. She was mute, had yeah. a really cool costume because they sewed over the mouth opening. Um, so it was like a, like, a, like a black leather. It looked like a black leather Batgirl. Yeah. yeah the, the way that they explain it. So um, she's the daughter of David Kane and Lady Shiva. Oh, okay. And David Kane trained her. Oh, it was David Kane. I'm sorry. But, I thought it was Richard Dragon. Sorry. But because... Um, he was a silent assassin like they didn't talk at all right so the way that he trained her she would um learn to read body movements right re- yeah to read body movements right. instead of actually speaking right so when she actually became a, a ward of, of bruce wayne um it took her a while to actually learn how to talk she could only actually say like yes no or maybe right even before that she couldn't at all there was a like i said if yeah. you read like the, especially if you read i want to say the first five 100 percent, maybe the first 10 they're really good, and there's this one thing where she's stuck oh, somewhere. No Man's Land. No Man's Land. That's, no Man's it, that's Land? the one I'm like. That's the go. name. Um, but if you read like the first five to ten issues of her uh, original run, it's like there's like scenes where she's stuck somewhere, and obviously she can't talk, so she can't get anyone's attention, and she can't yell for help. It's like really like you're. It's just you're like, oh my god, this is so tense. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so so that's what they took out of that yeah. character. Let's talk about what what did they do to Huntress? Mm. Oh God! What? Why? Why? Why didn't they just put a man in there and just go? I don't care anymore. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> damn I mean, the Huntress. When especially when she's written well, and it's not like you have to try hard. She's a great character. She's she's basically persona non grata with the Batman family because she will kill. She's not a killer mm-hmm. per se, but she has no problem doing it if she needs to. But but right. I mean, she's got. Well, her original backstory, of course, she was Earth 2, and she was this, the daughter of Bruce Wayne and uh, Selina Kyle, Catwoman. Uh, Earth 1 is where they get the... Um, well, actually, it was after Crisis, because Huntress never existed on Earth 1 until uh, the Crisis of Infinite Earth, where they then brought the character in, and then they made her um, a Bertinelli. And that right. part is mostly true, like, up to date. But she's not awkward. You know, she's beautiful, socialite, you know, that... She was raised by a wealthy family around, you know, with lots of books, uh, lots of style and class. It's not this asshole woman with a crossbow. Asshole woman with oh, a crossbow. She just wow. really annoyed me, man. She seemed like a little, like, I understand Huntress um, thinks a certain way, but this one seemed like, like she was, she lacked all human emotion whatsoever. And was like a robot or something. It was right. like, oh yeah. Uh, yeah, my name is. Oh, crossbow killer. No, I'm Huntress. Yeah. Like, like. What, yeah. What was this? Yeah, it's 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 like yeah. nobody know knows you. Like, we don't know your name, lady. <laughs> like no, and then like, I don't know if like the director told the actress like, okay, um, you know how stiff a board is. <laughs> See if you could be stiffer. <laughs> have have you ever watched any film with Henry Cavill? 
God. Don't diss my boy Henry, all right? <laughs> oh, no, not because the witcher's out. Now you're singing his praises. Listen, I was, he was my boy way before that. Oh, man. Oh, shout out to Jazz. I wonder what Jazz thinks about that. But anyway. <laughs> all right. Next one. Renee Montoya. How do you even ruin Renee Montoya? <laughs> um, I mean, it was great seeing Rosie Perez. You know, it was just, yes, it was. but I just felt that she was wasted. I, I don't, you know, she didn't get the chance to be Rosie Perez, you know. Um, and I just think that she just, she felt like the amalgam of every female cop in every movie. Okay. Like, like they gave her no other personality than I'm that female cop that is always walked over, overlooked, and my, you know, my wins are always given to some man. Like it was that exact story. My problem with Rosie Perez, I mean, obviously, for those who don't know, I'm Puerto Rican, and I love, you know, like, um, Rosie Perez was one of my first Puerto Rican actresses that I've ever been exposed to. That's even before Rita Moreno. Damn. Um, yeah, exactly. But I didn't like West Side Story. That's another yeah. story. Um, but um, Rosie Perez, the thing about that and, like, about the way they wrote um, Renee Montoya is I felt like she was, not only was she fought, um, written, like, a bunch of female tropes mm-hmm. of, of female cops, but also she was a loser. Yeah. It felt, it felt like she was a she loser. She was supposed to be the pride then, of the, the GCPD, you know? I, I, right. I don't See, know. I get it if she was... Oh, I'm sorry, go ahead, Ralph. No, sorry. I was cutting you off. Oh, no, no. Uh, no, I was just saying, I can understand if she was... If she was a disgraced cop, like they have in other series where, like in um, the animated... Not the animated series, but in the comic book, she betrayed the GCPD before. Right. And in the movie, she was the... the, the, uh, in, the in the Nolan movie, she was the reason why um, the Joker was getting away with some of the things. But a disgraced cop, it, you're still not a loser. You're just conniving, but you're still good at what right. you do. She just seemed like a loser cop. Right. Yeah, she seemed smart in certain aspects. But when you saw her, anytime she fought, she got her ass right. kicked. Yeah. She didn't get any wins, and it didn't make her a believable um, uh, hero for me. What were you going to say, Ralph? I'm sorry. Like, If I'm not mistaken, she was actually in the uh, the 90s animated cartoon for Batman, right? Yeah. Yeah, her and Harley and, Bullock were in there. And, like, if you compare that one to what we got in Birds of Prey, like, total night and day. Yeah. Cause she she was strong, confident. She didn't let no one talk shit right. to her. Well, she was she was his opposite. She was Bullock's opposite. You know, mm-hmm. you know she was like I said, she was the pride of the GCPD. She was uncorruptible. She believed in justice. You know, and like I said, I understand like you know that's a cartoon and that's taking it like a nice glass uh, is more than half full point of view. And they're trying to give a little bit more realism. But like but like Cap said, I mean, but they there's a difference between that and she's a loser. And that and that that's the thing too, like. And I keep harping back this because, I mean, you know, anyone has listened to enough podcasts because I, I feel like I'm like like woman hating or something like that on this thing. But I'm not. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually and I'm the opposite. I'm mad that they made these women not strong characters. They made them, in my opinion, faux strong characters. Like seems like they are. But like, think about it. She did. She like, you know, help stop this gang. Tell everybody, look, this is it. These are the facts. I'm doing well. I did this. Did she even stay and fight more, you know, longer? No, she gave up. She yep. gave. I mean, and mm-hmm. granted, that's supposed to be like because she can now go fight in crime. But 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 she still gave up. She she's a woman facing hard times in a man's world, and she gave up. That is not a strong woman show at that point. I, I no, but you know, I, I'll I'll say this: if you would have added her not being a loser, that giving up would have meant exactly something. no 100 percent. if she if she if, was if the she same, was a, right, if she was a solid cop yeah, it, yeah exactly she had a couple of wins and you're like because you. 
because anytime they said, oh, yeah, well, she helped the um, um, the captain of that squad, you know, figure things out. I didn't believe for one second. No. There's no fucking way she fucking did that shit. And even if she did, it's just like I said, like, it's, you know, the whole thing is it's like it's this movie of like, OK, these all these women are being oppressed by men. And like, I'm like, and you just gave up. Like you, like you said, it's not like she had a stellar career. And then she was like, you know what? Fuck you all at the top of my game. I'm leaving. It's like, I'm right. already falling down the ladder. I'm a joke by these other asshole male cops. And at the end, shit still goes to somebody else. And now I'm going to give up. I'm like, well, I, right. I, I, I'm not and especially what, you, you know. Especially what you said, Mike, about, you know, that, that she didn't feel like that, uh, that she didn't feel like, you know, like that she kept feeling like a loser. The thing about it is the, um, if she would have cracked the case or been a major part of cracking the case with Harlequin, mm-hmm. And then, you know, he would have got the credit. I would have felt bad for her. Yeah. I didn't. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I, you know, I didn't, you know, I wasn't happy he took the credit, but it, it also just felt like, oh, wait, let's just write this into as, a, as to show, you know, another dig against women. Is this what it felt like? Because it made also no sense of, let's see, they show up and she's there. How did anyone else get the credit for this? <laughs> like, 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 it yeah. didn't even make sense. I'm like, well, there were no other cops there. Like. They showed up and she's there, <laughs> you know, like, right. So, yeah, it just it didn't work for me. And last but not least, black. Oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Canary, you Why'd know you what you out? have to do. Why, Renee Montoya? Why do you, first of all, know what she can do? Why did we not know what she can do until the very end? And why didn't she do this when you were almost dying before with her scream out of nowhere? I just was done with that character by that point, you know. I can't lie; I did like the way they made the the the, the, the canary scream look. Yeah. It, but it just wasn't a good fit for this yeah. movie. Also, I, I like the like fact that everybody else who yeah, they had. I also like yeah. the fact that everyone else got hit with the scream and they're being blown away because it's a physical force. But Harley Quinn just had to, you know, put her fingers in her ear and, and ride the wave on her skates. And I'm like, yeah, because that's how that works. <laughs> it just doesn't affect women, I guess. Is that what we're, we're being told? I don't understand it's, that. <laughs> it's a gender-specific screen. I guess it is. But yeah, yeah, that... I mean, otherwise, the character was... Again, she was flat and boring. Like, like you know, they... they again, because we have... Also, if you notice, she has the least backstory. Yep. So, so like, right. so that out of nowhere... I mean, at first, I thought, okay, she's an undercover cop. When she, when she fights the guys to help Harley... You know, that were going to, like, basically date, rape, and kill Harley Quinn... Um, I'm like, okay, maybe she's an undercover cop because we knew that she had already informed Montoya. So I'm like, okay, so she's she's going to be revealed as an undercover cop and that's where she's got her training from. Nope. She's got no backstory. We do not know why in the world she can fight, but she can kick ass like crazy because it's the Black Canary, so why not? And that's that's it. That's all we got out of her. Well, you know? No, we, right. we know that um, her mom was the first Black Canary. Well, right. No, she didn't that... ever say that, though. She just said that she assisted yeah, but you said what I'm saying. Like that, again, I'm talking about what we're given. I could have sworn, I could have sworn that they that they mentioned that she was the first Black Canary. No, nah, but I mean, no, they, either, either either way, it was even if you were to say that that was the statement that was said, it didn't save the character. Right. No, it didn't. It, it I, I didn't like I said again. It, it just felt like like that the, the woman that wrote this is like, did you ever read any one of these characters' books? Like I, I'm not saying it had to be a repeat. Just you, you, you took everything from them. You know, like just everything you could possibly have taken from the character. The only one you put any interest into was Harley Quinn. Yeah. 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 So, yes, I was I was very frustrated with that. Um, 
And like I said, that that scream out of nowhere just made no sense at all. You know. Do you ever wonder how her teeth don't fly out of her mouth? Well, she's metahuman, so therefore that one you just go, it's it's going to be her body system. The original one, though, had a mechanical implant, and that, of course, never explained why her teeth did not shatter immediately. (laughs) Uh, Ralph, I thought I thought you 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 had an explanation for that. No, like like that that's beyond Ralph explaining at all. Like I, I have no explanation for that one. Yeah. P.S. I, I I I listened to the past two episodes, just kind of like doing a sound check, and I was like, I fucking gave him alley oops twice. <laughs> I, I fucking hooked. I, I set him up twice. You should be thanking me. <laughs> but and I was almost the third one right now. Well, this this is a moment for. Yes. Silence. Ralph Ralph explains it all. Can you explain that board? Where the button is. You see, cap. You see, cap. The way it works. Even though you gave me the alley oop, I have to choose. To dunk it, you know? <laughs> so, oh my God. That's, that's how it works. So, this has been... Ralph Explains It All. Damn. You need to end that better. You need to say, and this has been another episode of... Because This has been... I'm like, you're too quick. You're too quick. It's like a sex thing. You're too quick. <laughs> no, my friend. They complain that I take too long. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Hurry up. I want you to leave. <laughs> exactly. That's pretty much how it goes. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. Is there anything we want to yes. add before we go to the Yes, Well, go. A, I want to add, again, the interjecting this, you know, a little bit more into uh, the type of movie. It is. It's like everyone knows where Harley Quinn is. Everyone. Wouldn't that mean Batman? <laughs> like, like he's, he seems to have no interest in finding a homicidal maniac. And she is a homicidal maniac. She doesn't just beat people up. She has murdered, you know, and not just yeah. in this film. She, you know, we know she's murdered. And I'm like, so Batman, again, what did I say? He is the worst hero ever. <laughs> um, but one thing <laughs> yeah. I did want to add, though, beyond that, um, and beyond that, this was the biggest waste of strong female DC characters in a, in a property ever, um, was, again, everyone can like whatever they like. But if you want to strongly disagree that this was a bad film you want to know how to judge if this is a bad film and listen to this replace every major character so all of the, the female characters every major character with a no-name character without any brand history and air it and okay. then air it on the sci-fi channel now tell me what you think of that film especially by the time you get to the end scene the end fight scenes it's like that's a piece of crap <laughs> <laughs> you know if, the, if these characters had no history and they were just some you know, like, it's Lily, it's Susan, Beth, and Kelly. You know, you'd be like, you'd be like, this was a piece of shit that I just I finished watching. <laughs> you know. We're going to create that show, that show, Susan, Beth, and Kelly. <laughs> um, from, the, from the makers of Black Doom. Um, <laughs> Ralph, anything you want to add before we go into renaming and ratings? Uh, I thought uh, it was kind of funny how she named the hyena Bruce. She's like, oh, yeah, I named him Bruce after that... Uh, Really, uh, what was it like Yummy Wayne guy? Yeah. So I guess that would explain why Batman is letting her walk around free. He's just like, you know what? I'm just waiting for my chance. Batman no just been, that sounds like you, Ralph. That sounds like if you were Bruce ba- Wayne. Batman better just stop. He better just stop thinking with his bat pole. <laughs> that's, that's his problem. Oh, he thinks you're, too much with you're, you're a cute woman doing crime. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> Yeah, but Bless you know he he's he stopped letting little boys write down it, so you know. <laughs> no, he hasn't. <laughs> yeah, but that, that was the son. Oh, that that's over the line. Mike says a bunch of shit, but that's over the line, right? Um, I'll I'll say this though: there were some things that I want. I mean, the movie wasn't horrible, but the movie disappointed for me. Yeah. There was things that I liked. I liked the color. I liked the action. 
I, I, I didn't like the narration. I like the hyenas. I like certain aspects they try to bring in, like the, the, the beaver, because the beaver's from the comic book. <laughs> the beaver. It's an inanimate object. Of oh, a be- oh, oh, it's a right, beaver, right. but she hears, she hears the beaver talking to him. Like, what? What'd you say? Oh, and, okay. Like, she hears it. So they try to do things from the comic, and I get it. But as a whole, it, it I wanted more. I wanted something, um, I don't know, like, I, I, thought, I thought it'd be, you know, that they learned from Suicide Squad. Yeah. And they did something different, but not different in a good way. Well, they didn't have anyone doing some air dance, so, you know, <laughs> bringing, bringing <laughs> oh mystical God. destruction down. So that they did learn. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny. You said air dance, and I didn't think the end of Suicide Squad. Do you know what I thought of? What? Uh, um, what's the name of that movie that Zack Snyder did um, with the girls and the dancing? Oh, um, oh. oh, shoot. I know the title as clear as anything, and I can't think of it right now. Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch. Sucker punch. Yeah. I, that's such a beautiful movie so, to watch, though. It's, it's the shimmy. It's, it's the, shimmy. the shimmy. The shimmy. That is a beautiful when movie. When they were shimmy and they, they pull away, yeah, it's yeah. beautiful. Oh, there was one thing I, did, I mentioned earlier, and I said I would get to it. This is just real fast. The timeline. I'm yeah. like, how do you ruin your own timeline? Because Remember, everything we see um, before the flashbacks is linear. So, like, when she's in the club, she breaks the driver's leg, she leaves there, she uh, steals the truck, and then blows up Ace Chemical. Like, that's, yeah. that's right. all in, like, that's, like, in just hours. That's just what. And then the next thing, she, you know, she's, she goes to get breakfast. Like, it's all in that round. That round. But when she's talking about uh, Dinah, the, the Black Canary, yeah. It's after she's broken the guy's leg, and now Dinah's become the driver. And she says, and I actually rerounded and listened to it again. She says, it took her a few weeks to learn to be a Roman's driver. So, and, and then, and then when, and then when Dinah saves her um, from, you know, being like I said, almost raped and kidnapped, I mean, and murdered, when she's in the back and she kind of vaguely realizes that she's been saved by her, and she was just like. Yeah, she said da 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 da, and she's now his driver. She's got me to thank for that, and it's like, well, then that means that this is weeks later, but yet it's literally the same. It's just it's just a few hours later. So so here's here's the thing though, because they don't say the time. So if you notice the when she blows up the the Ace Chemicals, mm-hmm. this she's out with the roller skating girl. So obviously this is after the club part because she's sober. So that's why, like, there's, there's, because they don't mention the time, we have to assume, they're making us assume that there's, there's been a stretch of time that's passed between the point where she breaks the guy's legs and then now she's out with her girlfriends. And that's the girlfriend saying what they said is what sparks her to, to, uh, blow up the ace chemicals. I'll let you have that. I can't, I can't argue with it enough. I'll let you have that. If you look back and the the (laughs) outfit is different, so. I got. I have to watch it again. So that, no, that won't ever happen. So that's why you. That's why you have to say, okay, her clothes are different. So clearly, this is at least. We have to say at least this might be like the next day or, or a few days afterwards. Okay, weeks. I, I, fair enough. Weeks would be like that. Then they would have to say, okay, a few weeks later, which right. was bad on their part. Right. And let's see if Ralph says it. What? Well, he didn't do any intro music, so he can't. It's a law. No. Well, you can say, well, now this is a special edition of. No, no, no. no, I, was, no. I was just. Uh, uh, it's, it's, it's come, come on. Mic, so, come on. So Don't give me the button. I'd be Listen, pressing that show Just the because you time. call for an alley oop doesn't mean I have to dunk it. <laughs> wow, that's why you're not a team I'm player. I'm going to put All that right. on a t shirt. Oh, my God. See, <laughs> <laughs> so you was going to buy it. Nobody's coming out the house. Um, all right, so let's go for it. Renaming the movie. I know I, I got to give Ralph time because he's always going no, from the top I of the head. You, you want it? Go for it. 
Uh, birds fly away. Far, far away. <laughs> wow. Damn. Look at him being clever. Yeah, right? Ain't yeah, you clever there, gonna... Mr. J? <laughs> I was gonna. I was gonna call it. What? <laughs> wow! Not if not if so they move the you? time. <laughs> <laughs> It'll just be right sooner or later. Who knows? Oh boy! Okay, I was gonna call it Harley Quinn and the four females that the movie isn't really about, but says it's about. <laughs> it's, I think it's, it's like, shorter than the actual title. The name there. I think that's huh? shorter than the actual title. <laughs> right and, and it's more truthful it really is and it's, it's never been about the fucking birds yeah. of prey I was even mad when they introduced it at the end and they call themselves the birds I'm like don't no it's like, why no why no. are you calling yourselves the birds of prey because the other ones at least I mean granted it's not a bird but at least it had former bat girl and black canary that those were birds right. <laughs> even though they're not but you know you know what I'm saying right they're winged yeah, creatures that right. fly yeah all right Mike, I call it birds of prey. You see it for free. <laughs> oh my god! Did you mean birds of prey? You don't have to ever see this. <laughs> All right, so let's go for it. Ratings for birds of prey, Ralph. I give it five hyenas snacking on the leg out of ten. Ooh. Wow! I think Ralph and I've been reading from the same playbook because I gave it. Five hyenas biting on a leg out of ten. <laughs> nah, he was so snacking funny. on that thing. That was more than biting. <laughs> yeah, he definitely was. Well, I didn't read from your playbook, but if we remember the scene when she reveals the weapons closet that's empty at the booby trap, yeah. I rated <laughs> yes. four and a half. Will this do? No, not at all. Out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Trap. All right. So there you have it. Birds of Prey and the rest of the title we're not going over. Man, I really wanted this to be more. But guys and girls, don't go anywhere. Geeks on the Go is next. So, you think these bozos would actually have the foresight of creating a new commercial after they make something cool? Well, since they're too lazy, Big Kev here is telling you to download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app. That's right, it's got lots of cool features, like different comic trivia games to keep you busy, and an episode vault so you can catch up on shows you've missed, like all the episodes with me. New things are being added as we speak, so download the new Meanwhile 22 Pages Later app for all of your Apple devices in the App Store. Also, find Meanwhile 22 Pages Later on Facebook and tell them what you think of the app and the show. Personally, I think they suck. Geeks on the go. What? Birds, what did you say? Please pray. And I and I have enunciation issues. No, you do. <laughs> you do. It's a good thing that you Mike. Did you it. did you hear what he said? Did you hear what he said? I no, I didn't hear that one at all. I should cut. I, I didn't yeah. even hear it when he repeated it. Actually, thank you. Yeah. Said, okay. Birds, so never mind. Yeah, uh, <laughs> birds murmur murmur. Okay, so, murmur, murmur. you guys know the segment. I I give quick questions. They give quick answers on all things geek, and we've only made it once under a minute because Ralph keeps sabotaging me. Yes, I'm the one who's sabotaging you. Really, I'm the one writing the questions. Really? No, no. I made the question shorter and shorter. Your answer gets longer and longer. See, before I blame Mike, shorter now Mike shorter. keeps it concise. I'm looking at a list of like 600 questions right now. 
Yo, are we like in, in reverse universe where Ra- where Mike is laughing and Ralph is fucking chastising me? What the fuck's going on? Or maybe we're in the same universe and you're just waking up. We're taking there we turns. Go. <laughs> uh, Mike and I, we have we have an agreement. We take turns. This week is my turn. There you go. <laughs> All right, well, let's see if we can get this in. Ready, set, go. Nope. Are you serious? <laughs> oh, at least the timer didn't start. Go again. <laughs> go for it. Name the hero that would be the most annoying to be stuck with if you were his quarantine partner, Ralph. Um, probably the Wally West Flash, because he'd just be like AC like ADHD all over the place. Oh okay. God, Mike. Wolverine. All reports says he smells like a wet dog. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which is another Marvel hero that th- could theoretically lift Thor's hammer or be worthy, but hasn't done it already? Mike. Doctor Strange. Why? Because he's goddamn Doctor Strange. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Ralph? I would love to see Spider-Man lift that hammer. All right. Yeah, That's that. what Mary Jane said. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay, so Namor. Should he be a mutant in the MCU? Mike? He has to be. He was Marvel's first mutant. <laughs> okay. And Ralph? Yes, and according to Kevin Smith, Keanu Reeves should do it. Oh, no. And the last one. <laughs> Adult underrules you wish existed. Ralph. Ooh, yeah, How no, poetic it stops on Ralph. I sabotaged it. <laughs> Dude, that first answer <laughs> took like 15 seconds. You look at these questions before I even say them. You know what's coming. Do I? Do I? Wow. Raised okay. eyebrow. Raised eyebrow. So what's the last question? Adult underrules you wish existed. Ralph. Uh, Thor. Thor it's just, you really want to lift that hammer, don't you? Well, it's just the chainmail feel. I want, I want to feel that, you know, all over the place. Oh well, my it's god! Just, it's just cotton fabric, you know. Yeah, it's, just, <laughs> it, it's, it's, a, it's a chainmail drawing, uh, Ralph. <laughs> I'm sure it'll feel the same. Yeah, there you I, go. I see Ralph um, um, hooking up his underwears. <laughs> Make this more real. Clangy, clang, 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 clang. Mike. Uh, what else? Giant size man thing. <laughs> Look at it. <laughs> Giant size man thing. <laughs> oh my god! You know, I, I didn't think you were gonna go there. I really didn't think you were gonna. Go you there. know, I I actually tried that line once. I was like, "Hey, girl, you look like you want to see my giant size man thing," but then she slapped me when I was pulling out the comic. <laughs> you know, it's, oh it's my like, god really? come on like, uh, it's a book what are you talking about why are you hitting me for uh, I'm done I'm done let's move on please you can't even blame quarantine for that joke <laughs> you can't <laughs> wait, 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 hold on hold on hold you on. can blame it for being lost. there it goes now oh, it's yeah. right. cause that made it complete yes, it that did. made it complete yes, alright so shout outs Mike Ralph any shout outs just everybody please be safe stay in as much as you can the whole nine yards I want to go out. I want to go out and see my friends so badly. So please help us do that by staying in. Wash those hands. 20 seconds. Look for the Washman on Twitter. Instead of the Watchman, look for the Watchman. It's fun. It's funny. It's all the characters from HBO's Watchmen uh, talking about this. But please, let's get over this because I want to go outside. I want to go to the gym. Yeah, man. I want to work. <laughs> Mike really wants to do leg day. <laughs> any day <laughs> now Ralph, that was a any, joke <laughs> it was just because it's a joke doesn't make it's a good one dude <laughs> ralph any 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 shout outs i would like to shout out all those healthcare workers and delivery people and restaurant workers anybody who's still working during this time 
because you're essential, I want to thank you for doing mm-hmm. what you do. Absolutely. Yeah. That's yeah. important. And to the president. Yeah. 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 That's something else. <laughs> yeah. We're not doing that. We're not doing that. Yeah. We're not going to do it now. Okay. Um, I'll say this. Um, actually, totally what Mike said, totally what Ralph said. And to add that, for those who are dealing with the coronavirus and for those who are really having a tough time with it, please hang in there. Please, I hope you pull through. I know there are a lot of people that are suffering um, major injuries and losses, and and there's a lot of people losing their lives. And we know that it might be hard for you right now. It might be just laying in bed with a fever is tough, but just hang in there, please. And if um, our voice can bring any kind of like, you know, smile to your face or get you up to say, oh my God, that was a crappy joke. I gotta take a shit now. That will, <laughs> that will be so much better because we want everybody as much as they can to get better so we can move on and kind of, you know, take better care of ourselves. Yeah. And remember, reach out to your friends, stay in touch with them. Texting is wonderful. I mean, granted, that's all you can do, but, you know, face, uh, you know, video is great. Any Snapchat type thing you can think of. I don't care what it is. Uh, Zoom, Skype, whatever. Just make sure you see your friends, stay in touch with your loved ones and just reach out. Reach out. Don't go stir crazy. Don't try and be a hero. People thinking that they can handle it. Just reach out to people. I mean, don't go right. crazy. If you're going to go any kind of crazy, just go straight up motherfucking crazy. Just, just oh, if, if I, I always say if I want to go, if I'm going to go crazy, I want to go Joker crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's all I want to go. Yeah, I mean, I, this I is the done. message we're leaving with everybody. All or nothing. No, don't all or do nothing, that, man. You know, don't, don't half-ass the crazy. Right. <laughs> and, and I'm not going to half-ass the ending. I think that's the end of our show now that you guys give such great advice. So for MMG, I'm the finance guy, and RT Square, Ralph the Tech, this is the cap saying, keep it geeky. Guys, keep your head up. We're going to get through this. Man.